0: This is the Lunar Lab Podcast, Light Edition, with Becca Piastrelli
1: and Maya Toll.
0: Get the whole scoop from two friends in the trenches of conscious business as we try to balance our spirits and our spreadsheets without losing our minds. Join us for the sacred raw and very real lunacy.
1: In this Light Edition, we're talking about the element of water, if you haven't listened to the other Light Edition episodes, that's okay, but you might want to go back to the Earth episode where we go over all four elements and talk about why we're talking about them at all.
0: <laughs> so let's talk water.
1: Let's start with just some water words. I think okay. that, you know, that helps us to get, to get into the flow of this element. Mm-hmm. So flow is key for water. And... Um, Emotions are associated with water. Mm -hmm. Reflection. Reflection. And my favorite water word is percolate. Yeah. Percolate talks about the space where water impacts earth, how water filters down into earth. And I think it's always important to look at the elements in context, nothing exists just in a vacuum. So, um, we're going to talk about water a bit, but then talking about what the heck we do with all this water Hmm. and how we let it percolate into our business, into our earth becomes really important.
0: And how we stay in flow. I love using that word when I talk about business, like how can I feel more in flow? especially with those moments when you feel really stagnant or stuck to really look at the water element as a way to move you through things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to understand water, if we just take all those words that Becca said and think about them, applying them to water, you understand really quickly, right? Stagnant water, still water. It breeds mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It starts to smell bad. Um, It grows algae. It's really not where you want to be. But moving water, moving water, actually, like the movement and the way it flows over rocks is part of the, the cleansing process for water. So it needs to move. It needs to flow.
0: So before we pressed record, we talked about water as being representing emotion, mm-hmm. which I find very interesting Because as a female entrepreneur who's formerly of the corporate world, I have been sort of evolving my business brain to really welcome in and embrace emotion as it comes up, when it comes up and processing it. And I used to be in a world where like emotion was suppressed. Like you don't cry in the office and you keep a poker face. And it's been beautiful to talk to you about it and to really um, embrace water days and to see what comes up on each moon for me emotionally and how I can process that in my business and my life.
1: Yeah. I th- you know, when I start to think about all the different things associated with water that we're told in um, a more corporate hierarchy to to stuff, we're not supposed to cry. <laughs> We're not supposed to leave meetings to pee. We're not <laughs> yeah, supposed to right. stay home because we're bleeding and we have menstrual cramps.
0: Right.
1: Right. All of these things have to do with, with fluid, with the liquids in our bodies and how they're moving around and responding to emotion. And the other thing that I think is really interesting is um, the water in your body is stored in your bladder. And in Chinese medicine, the bladder is associated with fear. Like that's bladder out of balance, hmm. and fear is another thing that we're really not supposed to engage with. Be in the light, <laughs> be
0: positive, <laughs> and in the light, and all that. But fear comes up. Fear and doubt comes up a lot in business, and sometimes, sometimes that's you on your edge, or sometimes that's intuition. Talking to you.
1: Yeah. And I just want to call out what you just said because I don't know if you did it on purpose. But we were kind of talking about like the corporate aspects and where you're not supposed to go corporate. And then you you brought in the be in the light, which is like a lot of the people who are conscious entrepreneurs who are women in business. That's their line, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's it's even within this community that we're really supposed to – not step into fear that fear shows that we've stepped into our shadow that we're supposed to call on the light. And while I think that focusing on the positive and what you're grateful for can help to reduce fear. I don't think that ignoring it and just saying like, okay, sidestep over into the light is the whole answer. You actually have to shine a light on the fear which is very different from saying, the light's over there, I'm just going to walk over there and ignore this dark corner and let the fear fester, which is what I think happens a lot with women who have new businesses. They're terrified. They're terrified that they're not going to bring home enough money, that they're not going to pay the bills, that their husband is not going to get behind them anymore, right? Because, you know, at first it sounded like such a great idea, but then when the money goes away, what happens? Um, there's so many fears. And what we're told is step over there where the light is and don't give energy to those fears. That's not the same thing as shining a light on the fear and allowing yourself to see what you're afraid of and calling its bluff. Mm-hmm. That's I, I think it's so necessary. You've got to call fears bluff. And for that, I actually like, I call it the and then game. So, you know, you kind of walk up to your fear and you say, all right, hey, fear, what do you have for me? And fear says, you're a total fuck up and your business is going to fail. And You say, okay, I'm a total fuck up and my business is going to fail. And then what? I'm a total fuck up and my business is going to fail. And then I'm going to feel ashamed for a while. And then what? And after I'm done feeling ashamed for a while, I'm going to go back and get a job. And then what? Well, I've learned a lot lot from having my own business. So I'm going to get a different type of job than I had before. And then what? I'm going to realize that I actually like working for someone else if I'm doing the work that I love. And then what? In another couple of years, I might try to start my own business again, or I might start it on the side while I do this other job. And, you, you know, you see, you kind of work your way through. I've gone all the way down into the pit of hell, but something's going to happen after that. We don't stay in the pit of hell. You know, one of the wisest things my dad ever said to me was, everything works out. Maybe not the way you wanted it to or the way you planned, but can you think of any situation in your life that hasn't worked out? that hasn't come to some resolution. And he's he's totally right. Everything, everything comes to some resolution. It might not be what you wanted. It might not be what you planned. But nothing is left undone in the world. I
0: love the quote, it's all going to be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the
1: end. <laughs> it's not the end. <laughs> you know, I had an art teacher once who... Um, if you didn't like what you'd created, she said, oh, well, then it's not done yet. And that that has carried me through so many bad situations. Yeah. I yeah. don't like this. Well, then it's not done yet. You know, keep driving the boat until you get somewhere else.
0: Yeah. I'm just I'm just was taken back to the first maybe six months of when I started my business and how much fear was like running through my body at so many times. And I remember a coach of mine said, fear is excitement without breath, Ah, which is one way to look at it. And that gets you to breathe immediately Um, and got me to move forward. And I know my biggest fear was like, it was so irrational, but it it was there was like homelessness. Like for some reason, (laughs) if I fail, if my launch failed, that equaled on the street, like homeless eating out of like the gutter. And so I just had a coach who was just like, what's the fear? Like whenever I'd freak out, what's the fear? I'd be like, I'd be on I'm on the street homeless. And then we'd she'd be like, okay, can we just like trace how that would happen? Like, take me how (laughs) it would have it would be a lot more than just your launch not doing well. It would be so many catastrophic things. And that just helped me bring myself right back and to keep keep in action and breathing.
1: And breathing. And you know, I love that because that's again where our elements intercept. Mm -hmm. So Water is emotion, and if you're just in pure emotion, it's really easy for that emotion to run away with you. It's really easy for your emotions to become a flash flood and take you, you know, goodness knows where. But if you breathe, then you're bringing in the air element, and as soon as you bring in air, which is thought and communication, then all of a sudden, water can't run away with you anymore, hmm. right? You're, you're allowing your head to speak to your heart and say, hey, here's what's, here's what's actually going on in the world. You're, you know, you're misconceiving things a little bit. Let me, let me get things lined back up. And that breath allows for, first of all, the communication between the head and the heart, It allows for that communication, but it also allows for the communication out in the world. And a lot of times when you say things out loud, that's when you begin to go, hold on a second here, right? As soon as they're out of your mouth, like before your friend or your partner or whomever even responds, you're already kind of going, hold on a second. Water got away with me there a little bit.
0: I also think bringing in earth is super important. Like I know for me, like putting my hands or my feet or my butt on the ground, on dirt in those moments. Like I remember last year, it was right before a webinar I was doing and I was texting with a girlfriend who like does energy work. I was just like, ah, uh, my whole body's buzzing and I'm really up in my head and like I feel panicky in my chest and she was like, put your hands in the dirt now. And I just went outside and plopped them in the dirt and it was like, reintegration. Yes. Grounding.
1: Yes. And it was powerful. I use crystals for that a lot. Yeah. Right. Because they've spent a heck of a lot of time in the earth. And so, you know, I have things sitting right on my desk that I can just grab, which is really handy for me. And I, I usually have one in my purse. I mean, I keep some things around me so that I have easy access even if I'm on an airplane, even if I'm on a train, like even if I can't put my hands in the dirt, I still have something with me. That's my medicine. You know, this whole idea of carrying a medicine bag mm-hmm. is that the idea of carrying things with you that are medicine for your soul, right? That's what those little pouches are that people wear around their necks mm-hmm. so that you can really quickly grab something that helps you settle out. One of the things that um, we did last year at my witch camp retreat was we made little tiny travel altars that had representations of the four elements in them so that you could really quickly, wherever you were, set up a little altar and connect with an element if if you needed to.
0: What did you use to represent the four elements?
1: Everyone chose different things. Oh. Right. So people gathered things up, rocks and acorns and tiny little bowls for water there's there's you know there's so much there's so much you can you can use so i didn't dictate that
0: cool even better
1: yeah i'm not a big dictator
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't strike me as one (laughs) yeah like
1: figure it out for yourself yes so
0: for water days for days when the moon is in a water sign yep What can we do as conscious business owners to connect to that
1: more? You know, for me, I focus on that word percolate. I love, 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 love to be in that kind of swimmy place where you're just floating along, you're grabbing ideas, you're, you know, you're grabbing everything that floats by. It's almost like you have gills, you know, you're sucking stuff in and (laughs) letting it out. Um, And it's really fun. That floaty, dreamy place is so much fun. But what I love is when you start to take those floaty, dreamy thoughts and begin to let them percolate into earth. Like percolation is the process um, where water goes through stone or rock and kind of dissipates through the earth, right? Right. Um, And that's what I love. I love allowing the water to kind of run through the the form, the structures of my business. And I think of it as, first of all, rehydrating, like bringing some new life. You know, If if everything about your business has gotten dry and stale, then you need to bring some emotion back to it. You need to bring some joy back. You need to bring some caring for your people, for whoever you're working with. Um, you know, you need to get it juicy again. So that's one part of the percolation process. But then the other part is more specific, really looking at all those different things that have been floating by and how they integrate or don't integrate with the structures. Because I'm a person who gets super excited about everything that floats by. And like sometimes to the point where I make everyone on my team crazy because everything that floats by, I want to grab and, I, yeah. and then I, you know, try to make it into something. And if I can take the time to percolate, let the water run into the earth, let those flowy emotional, because a lot of the, you know, a lot of the ideas at that stage are emotional. They're not clear, thought out thoughts. They're not business plans. They're emotional. It would be beautiful if I. Oh, wouldn't it feel so good too? And so, you know, once I let them percolate down and I look at them within the structure of my business that already exists, like, okay, Maya, you have this great idea for a class. What website does it go on? It doesn't go on any website? Are you building a new website? Is it that good an idea? You know, and once you allow these, like, Feel good things because that's what they are at that stage of the game to percolate down into the structure of your business, then you can begin to see what fits and what doesn't. How does it work for you, Becca? I like to do visioning days. Mm. So I, like... I think we're saying a lot of the same thing actually in different words. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I, because I, um, I'm a chronic doer and can sometimes go into action really quickly. I like to take a journal and go outside um, or like a local coffee shop, not my like workplaces and dream and write because I've got a lot of ideas coming through me and most days I'm like, nope, 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 focus. But these are days when I can really just say, all right, I'm just going to write what comes to mind. And I sort of give myself permission to dream big to think about like that book I want to write, you know, or that speak or that speaking engagement I can see myself doing or whatever it is that like piece of land I want to buy and hold retreats on, you know, and just sort of (laughs) go there. And that is allowing flow, right? That's sort of opening the channel for things to move through me. And I always come back from those visioning sessions, um, feeling really creatively alive um, I usually get some good blog posts from it, or I usually come back and engage with like my Davos collective community, like just feeling really charged and really alive yeah. um, and connected. So, and I also look, I also look at my stats, which you could technically say is an earth thing, but for me, it's a time to sort of take in what's real, what's happening in the group, like analytics of my site and I look at the money and I look at things and it's not a time to take action or freak out or, you know, (laughs) sometimes it's celebrating, but it's like really just that percolation for me helps me balance the like dreaming side with like what's happening and, you know, what's coming up for me? Do I want to make any shifts? Do I want to like change things? Like lately what's been coming to me is like the website has got to be completely redone. And I've, I haven't taken any action on it. I've just, although I'm talking to... I was about
1: like, to say, I think you have because Ruben the Coder <laughs> said, tell me about Becca. Ruben the Coder and I have a one
0: hour call this week. But even then, like I'm just taking in information. He's going to give me his suggestions and I'm just going to take it in. And this is like new for me. <laughs> this is like really embracing that water, percolation, reflection, like letting things integrate so that I can feel super clear on what next steps are.
1: Isn't that great? Like what you're trying to get to with your water days is clear, which is like that's healthy water. Healthy water is clear. Yeah. Yeah. And we're mostly water. Our bodies. Yeah. Our The majority of our makeup is water. So it's so important to get to that place where you feel clear. The other thing I just want to call out from what you said – Besides wanting to harass you to know which sign are you allowed to freak out in. <laughs> I don't freak out on water days. Hmm, when do you freak out? <laughs> yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I
0: try not to.
1: Um, but the other thing I just wanted to call out from what you said, because I think it's so important, is I think a lot of times we devalue the, the dreaminess and the being in the flow. And what you said was that the water days, taking the time away from the obvious stuff of your business, opens up your channels. It rehydrates, in my words, re-energizes in yours, your relationship with your clients. You get lots of blog posts prepped, if not written. So I'd love to, I'd love for us as business people, to stop thinking of water days or or water moods as a waste of time. Because I think so much that's really, really important happens on those days. And in a lot of ways, they're like self-care days for your business.
0: And I think as women, it's incredibly important important to embrace those water days to really rebalance our masculine-feminine energy integration because uh, I bet a lot of us are ambitious and have a lot of things we want to do. And like, it feels almost easier to push than to not. But it really balances and ultimately feeds and fuels your business to embrace those days. I'm talking to myself right now because I could <laughs> use some more water days. But like, the, I mean, I I take it a step further. There's a waterfall up the street I go to. I take baths. And when I take the time to go there, it's, it's amazing what just is activated in me. And I'm sort of reminded what I'm doing,
1: why I'm doing it. As someone who is admittedly talking to herself here, what assignment would you like to give for yourself and anyone else who needs to reconnect with their water?
0: Well, my assignment to myself is to mark water days in my calendar ideally mark all those days but I know for me water days are an edge to mark in my calendar my google calendar my paper calendar my wee moon calendar when water days are and to sort of schedule in even if it's an hour visioning session where you walk to the local park and sit down with your journal for me it's probably to the go to cascade falls up the street for me with the journal and to put that in my calendar Otherwise, even if it just says like water day, if it's not scheduled for me, it doesn't happen.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I love what you're saying because so many people think that we do our visioning once a year. Who who told us? Who convinced us? Things change far too fast for me to do that once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Who convinced us that once a year was enough? Yeah, I think really once a
0: year. Sorry, once a year when it's winter and all we want to do is rest.
1: Right. And once a year when your water is frozen. frozen.
0: Totally. That's crazy.
1: Crazy. <laughs> okay. So let's re-engage with our water on a regular basis. I mean, in a, in a typical cycle, you're going to get four or five chances through the month to engage with your water.
0: Yeah. So think about how you want to engage with your water and maybe do it differently. Each time the moon's in a water sign, and find what works for you, and then let us know how it goes. I'll let you guys know how it goes for me.
1: Yeah, and I have a little suggestion. If you're a little like, uh, I don't know how to do this, this doesn't fit in my life, um, you could get a pedicure on a water day because you know you go to the pedicure place and like they put your feet in the water and everything else, so you don't have to do a foot bath or run the tub or anything like that, and you can go sit somewhere out of your office, out of your life, do a little self care. Don't chill bring out. don't bring your phone. Don't bring your phone. Do you hear mine beeping at me in the background? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, thanks for joining us for another light episode. We've wrapped up the four elements. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: And who knows where we'll go next with these. If you guys have topic ideas that you want us to talk about, we have a lot of things mapped out, but we also have holes in the calendar and are so, so loving hearing from you. And, you know, your ideas are, are fuel for us, so please... Let us know what you want us to talk about.
0: Yeah, you can let us know by leaving a comment on thelunarlab.com. You can tweet us at thelunarlab. You can Instagram us at thelunarlab or Maya Toll or The Davilist. There's many ways to get in touch with us.
1: Yeah, and um, we look forward to hearing from you.
0: All right, guys. Have a good day.
1: Till next time.
0: Bye.